Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy, episode 100. I'm your host, Rich Owens, and that felt incredibly weird to say. Um, joining me this week for the first time ever, I'm delighted to get to introduce you all to the FM team. They're all here in their glory. Look at them. Look at their beautiful little faces. We've got Kev, the United City FM. We've got FM girl Alice. We've got Jebaru. How are we doing, guys? Fantastic. Uh, I'm nervous. That's that's what that's how I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh, I'm that too, but yeah. it's still fantastic. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm the newbie here, so I don't, I don't know what to do, really. Well, it's fine because I say the first 15 minutes of the podcast are just going to be us hazing you. So uh, you're going to have to do a variety oh, okay. of really, really, yeah, yeah, just um, a really a variety of really, really degrading things. And then after you've done them all, you're in, you're in forever. <laughs> um, Kevin, you know, Kevin Alice's previous uh, hazing was just appearing on the podcast. So if anything, you've dodged that bullet and you're just straight in. Um, guys, it's a pleasure to have you all here. Um, I'm really, really, really excited. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a nicer three people that were regularly available on Saturday nights. So thank you all so much. Thank you all so much. Um, I mean, Kev, we'll, we'll come to you first. Obviously, you've appeared on podcasts before. Um yeah. Everybody loved you, and rightly so, because you are arguably the nicest man in the FM community. Um, it's a pleasure to have you back, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to have you back. Um, how are you feeling? Uh, as Alice said, uh, a little bit nervy. It's a little bit strange. I've been listening to this podcast for the last year and a half, something like that, in a couple of different iterations. And to be here in this capacity is really strange. But I had a brilliant time doing the podcast as a guest a couple of months ago. It's one of those bits of content that I'm actually the most proud of, I think, as a, a standalone thing. So I'm really happy to be here. I'm really happy to be here with you guys as well. It's going to be fantastic. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Well, like I say, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, another returning face, if you've been a fan of the podcast for a long time, you will recognize Alice. This is, well, Alice has been on twice. Alice is on FMT Mount Rushmore um, for regular appearances. There has been no guest featured more times than Alice. And now she's here permanently. Alice, again, an absolute pleasure, mate. How are we doing? We're doing very good. I didn't know that. I, I feel like a record breaker now. And I feel like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just part of the scenery of fmt now surely <laughs> you are yeah you're a record any minute now chris akabusi is going to burst into your room and just present you with a medal um <laughs> which is 100 deserved mate 100 deserved again you know you were there for you were there in the matt and tony days you know um you were here in the tony and rich days and now you're here as a permanent fixture on the podcast oh, I, and i remember matt and tony those were the pros <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing but amateur hour now. Nothing but amateur hour. But mate, if there's somebody who's gonna be able to drag us through, it's you. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here, mate. And again, speaking of appreciation and dragging people through, um, ladies and gentlemen, you've not met him before properly. You may have seen him um, doing a wonderful job hosting Path to the Playoffs for the FM Playoffs. He's the man that makes the truck sing. It's Jabaru. How are you, mate? I'm not bad. I'm a bit nervous. Like it's one of those things that I think everyone referred to the the pros of Matt and Tony. It's a really weird conversation I had with Matt during the first lockdown, and I sent him a message going, "You should do a podcast. Get loads of people in who play FM on. Get that guy who did the stand up." <laughs> and I got a message back going, "Funny you should say that. Listen out in a couple of weeks." And then the podcast came from there. And then obviously, 
I've grown to know people. I've met you, Rich. I mean, you've not, you've not even met Tony yet. So it's, it's, it's one of those crazy, crazy things. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, <laughs> it's one of those weird things. I know somebody on this. I know that guy up there. Oh, I got the pointing right. I never get that right. That's good as I well. Know, well so there we are. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited to, to be part of the FM team, as we now call it. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. looking forward to what we bring on. Oh, beautiful, mate. And like I say, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time in the history of the podcast where two hosts have actually seen and interacted with each other in person outside of the confines of the podcast. Um, you know, Matt and Tony never met up while they were hosting the pod. I think they met each other once before. Tony and I have never been in the same room at the same time. Um, but Jebaru and I have, which is which is brilliant. I say never been done before. So we are breaking new ground here already. In episode 100, although, you know, for you guys, it's technically episode one. Just before we went live, I was like, episode three for me, mate, yeah. Episode one, <laughs> rookie numbers. Who'd be appearing for a podcast on the first, for the first time? Amateurs, absolute amateurs. Sorry. Ah, it's okay, don't worry. You'll, you'll be back again, so it's fine. You're building up your resume as we speak, mate. Nothing to worry about. Um, and to be fair, in terms of timings, I think it couldn't really have worked out much better. Obviously, the name of the the podcast is Football Manager Therapy, a podcast in some cases very loosely based around the game Football Manager. We've timed this quite well because in the past week, in in the past kind of you know seventy two hours, there's been a bit of a bit of a bit of news on the Football Manager horizon. Um, long gone now are the days of FM twenty two. We've lived through an entire game cycle. We've made it through together as a community. And we have all now dived headfirst into the Football Manager 23 beta. Uh, it went live on Thursday evening, I believe. No, Friday. Yep. Thursday. Fr- yeah, Thursday. Thursday evening. Thank you. Took me a while. Um, today is Saturday. It's been out for two days. Do the maths, Richard. Um, now, I don't know where the rest of you were, obviously, as the rest of the community downloaded the game and went live and started streaming. I was trapped walking my mother-in-law's dog. So, obviously, I missed it, which is very on brand for me. I've since caught up. I've since spent a little bit of time, as we all have. We've, we've all been streaming. We've all been, uh, we've all logged a fair few hours in the beta already. Um, talk on this podcast for the last month has basically been speculating on what's going to change, what's going to be new. Um, we've now all got to have a little bit of hands-on experience. And I think it's probably a good chance as any to get a few really valid opinions on, on what our thoughts and, and what we've seen so far are. I mean, Kev, we'll come to you first, mate, as somebody who is generally quite articulate when it comes to this kind of thing. Um, Way to how are you? Up. Thanks. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I will knock you down. So I can't. I can never knock Kev down. I can never knock you down. It'd be like pushing down like a really, really kind uncle. I feel awful about it. Kev, how are you feeling? How's it going, mate, so far? You've uh, you've you've been off in, in Spain, I believe. I have, yes. I'm in Valencia for the beta. Um, It was an interesting start for me too. Whilst you were walking your dog, I was basically knowing that my next streaming opportunity wasn't till the following afternoon because I didn't really want to break my schedule and just join the rugby scrub of everybody doing it. I just made that choice for myself. So I actually strolled around a few of the other streamers, to be honest, and caught some FM23 action through them first off. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, loaded up my own, sorted out my Valencia save, went live on Friday afternoon for the first time with it. Um, didn't, you know, as is the want of an FM player, didn't get that far into it, to be honest, in the first instance. Um, got through a friendly or so and set up a tactic and looked around the game and looked at a few players and had a thoroughly lovely time. We'll deep dive a little bit as to exactly what we feel about them in a, in a minute or two. But yeah. 
it's here. I'm really happy it's here. And we've got going. Valencia, here we come. Exactly. And I think I, we're all excited to see how it goes. You know, the, the beauty of the beta is, as you say, it's an opportunity to, you know, to have a little poke around the new game, see what's changed, you know, try and get a feel for what's going on before obviously you dive into uh, into your full fat content once the main game is released. But I mean, I love the beta. I love I love the opportunity to have a little bit of a poke around. And like you say, you never get too far. And it's a bit of a weird contradiction because when you're playing it on stream, on the one hand, you are fully aware there's an audience there. So you don't want to drag it out too long. But then on the other hand, you're like, well, it's it's day one. If I click continue within the first half an hour, am I really playing FM correctly? You know, no, you, no, no, you've <laughs> got to poke all. around. Not no. at all. You've <laughs> got to poke around. I mean, when 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 Jeb and I got the opportunity to host the path of the playoffs for the year uh, with Man Scientist Retro Database last year, I think it took me about four and a half hours for a press continue when I first loaded up that database. And even then I felt like I was rushing things. So, you know, doing it live on stream in front of an audience, as you say, you, there's not going to be the same level of uh, deep dive necessarily as there would be off stream. But still, I think pe people are just enjoying the experience of, of watching other people dive in and, and see what's new. You know, learning vicariously through other people is something that I enjoy doing. So watching other people do it and, and sitting back and taking notes on that is always a very, very interesting thing. Alice, how about you, mate? Because I know you've been, uh, well, I think you, if I'm honest with you, pal, you've been putting on a bit of a streaming masterclass recently in terms of uh, your performances on the game. How are you finding things? Uh, it's funny you should say uh, I've been having a bit of a masterclass under uh, Arsenal. So Arsenal's my beta save at the moment. Mm -hmm. And what I really love the most is that Tony is also doing an Arsenal beta <laughs> save. And we're kind of like in a similar kind of uh, time scale at the moment in the season. And he's about to get sacked. I'm second in the league. I I think I just win. Like I I I I think I think the save's over. Really, does it? We don't need any more <laughs> to it than that. Uh, but I am absolutely loving the beta saves so far. Like I think there's definitely in like a lot of improvements that I'm enjoying about this current iteration of um, FM. However, I'm not really sure there's enough. I don't know about what you mm. nerds have kind of experienced so far, but I'm kind of finding that it is a lot of the same, and some of the new features so far are just things we're probably going to ignore for the most part i'm hoping that's not true when i get into the main save i'm hoping that we're going to have uh, some of these um like for example like the the squad planner mm. i really want to use the squad planner but in the current beta save it seems unnecessary because it's going to be a short save mm -hmm. so we'll see when we get into the actual main save like our my long-term save you know i plan to do like a 30 at least a 30 year save mm. um that maybe the squad planner will be useful there Hmm. No, I can I can see where you're coming from there. Um, like I said, the squad planner itself is a brand new feature this year. It doesn't necessarily lend itself to, like I say, to a short term save. You know, mo most people, I would argue, pretty much everybody who's playing the beta because because it's it's only going to be here for two, maybe three weeks before we get full FM twenty three and, and and we deep dive into longer term saves. Most people playing the game, you would imagine, are going to have a degree of familiarity with the teams they're managing. So the necessity for like a squad planner isn't arguably going to be there in the short term. When you get 15 seasons in and you've got new gens coming out of places you didn't <laughs> even know you had, you're going to need, you're going to be needing to keep track of, you know, that sixth choice right back that has the potential to progress a little bit if he maybe gets three seasons of competitive first team football, maybe somewhere in Scandinavia. But in the immediate short term, 
you know, you probably know with Arsenal, you probably know who your starting centre-backs are. You probably know it's going to yeah. be, you know, probably going to be Gabby Jesus leading the line. So the, the necessity for the squad planner isn't necessarily there. Well, you, um, you see that? But not the extent be with Alice, of, is it? <laughs> the extent of my knowledge with Arsenal is probably just watching all or nothing Arsenal, the uh, the uh, the Amazon series. That was a, a great series. And mm. that's about all I know of Arsenal, I'll be honest. Go on, Alice, tell us. Is Gab, uh, Gabriel Jesus your number one striker at Arsenal? He is not. He sits on the bench. Oh. I knew it would be. Go on, who is? It's my boy, Tammy Abraham White, and everyone's <laughs> mad at this. I didn't realise, I didn't kind of think about this until I after I signed him. Obviously, you know, as it, I completely forgot, he used to play for Chelsea. And so, like, <laughs> all the Arsenal fans are so angry. I signed Tammy Abraham. <laughs> yeah, but what a colossal... Absolute, he's an absolute monster, put it that way. Well, exactly. What a colossal burden that must be to them. <laughs> You know, just six foot two, six foot three of just goal scoring power. Oh no, life six, is six foot five. Yeah. Is he six he's five? He's a big boy. Yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah. If there was anybody, if there was anybody on the panel that was going to know the size of a big meaty man, it was Jebaru. So I'm glad you could correct me there, mate. It's uh, and, and and speaking of speaking of somebody who might have a bit of a powerful striker kicking around at their club, um, it's Jebaru. First and foremost, you have the greatest thumbnail in in Beta <laughs> yeah. history. Anybody else making thumbnails can just stop because because Jebaru has nailed it. Um, how's time not too far away from me in the Midlands, mate? How are you finding things? It's all right. It was one of them. I, I'm terrible at planning for those type of things. So I was like, right, who's not got a job? Bournemouth, who we're finished off with. Let's have a look at their budget. Nope, not going near that. Zero, zero pounds. So I was like, okay, we'll go for Wolves. What have they done recently? Our Diego Costa's held some wolves, right? There you go. Photoshop the head onto the front of him. Put Jeb as a wolf. There you go. The save's done. That's the <laughs> thumbnail done. All these people who do filters and all things like that don't need to do it. Just put your head on top of things, you know? <laughs> who needs artists? Don't pay them. Pay me instead. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Diego Costa is there. Raul Jimenez is there as well. So two target forwards straight away as, as soon as I went into it. I'm enjoying it. I'm not enjoying my fixture list. My fixture list was Brighton, then I got to play Man City, then I got to play Arsenal, then I got to play Liverpool. So not doing too well to start off with. But I am fulfilling the uh, Portuguese, uh, what are we calling it? The, the What do you call them? The aim for the season. What they, I think we have to sign Portuguese players mm -hmm. in the uh, club vision. So mm -hmm. I've signed Ricardo Caresma. <laughs> at 38 years old I am determined to make him into Mazala or a deep line playmaker because he has so many 20s you won't believe it it's fantastic but yeah that's what I've gone for in that one uh, as I said got to the transfer window couldn't get any money started to sell some people but I think I'm pretty much on the same as Alice until you delve into that full game or your full save I'm not seeing anything new other than defenders make horrendous mistakes on the first touch because I had three of them straight away. So we'll see where <laughs> we go. Hey, I mean, and, and as as you say, defensive mistakes were, you know, a bit of a stalwart last season. Missed headers, I think, was the uh, was was my the bane of my life last year. <laughs> Just me nuts. Yeah. So defenders missing headers. And as you say, it's until we get into that, 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 you know, the the, the real meat of FM23, the newer features aren't necessarily going to be things we're taking a lot of advantage of i mean i'm over in france i'm managing nice um because ross barkley that was my logic um 
I, I wanted. I wanted a central midfield pairing of Ross Barkley and Aaron Ramsey, and I'm having a fantastic time with both of them. Um, it's it's an interesting. I'm enjoying the match engine. I think the match engine feels a little bit crisper this year. Um, I think some of the little player animations that I'm seeing are making me really really happy. Um, I've got Aloni from Alice. I've got Nicolas Pepe um, doing exactly what Nicolas Pepe does on the right wing, either scoring fantastic goals or just pulling up injured jogging. That, that's all he's got. There's there's no middle ground with Nicolas Pepe. Yeah, please um, don't send him back with long-term <laughs> injuries. I'd appreciate that one, Rich, really, please. Yeah, watch, watching him watching him go down, clutching his thigh uh, on the right wing halfway through a preseason friendly when he was literally just jogging, wasn't even on the ball, just 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 down he down he went. I was like, am I going to have to make a really awkward phone call? Um, but no, he's 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 fully recovered. He's going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. Um, just the little some of the little touches that you see, like you see players taking the ball down on the chest, you know, like flicking it up before they're hitting volleys. That's been really really nice. Um, I'm a big fan of that kind of thing. Um, I I get that as well. I've- Mm. It's really good. That's where the defenders make the mistakes. Also, Nat Phillips ah. did a really good one where he lost the ball and then two-footed tackle in the first 10 minutes of his debut. <laughs> so it worked really well for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he went out with a game plan. It was to dazzle um, either through skills <laughs> or violence. There's no middle ground. Yeah, exactly. No middle ground. No middle ground with that. No, it's, it's, um, I'm, I'm liking that aspect of it. Um, I've already ruined contract negotiations with the player and then had to go and beg their agent to fix it. So that's something that I knew I was going to have to take advantage of and therefore did. Um, one of the things I've noticed this year, I think for the first time in years, like lit- literal years, iterations of FM, I had a successful preseason press conference. I and, and and team meeting as well. The team left in higher morale after I'd finished, you know, gushing than they had uh, than they had previously. I can't remember the last time I had a successful team meeting. So that's in and of itself huge for me, absolutely huge because I like to feel like a motivator of people. You know, I like I like to think that some. I like to think that you know, based on the conversations I've had with them in game, I really like to think that me and Aaron Ramsey could be friends. And this kind of backs it up for me now. You know, I, I really believe that we could have those conversations. Um, the biggest disappointment for me so far is that I just couldn't sign Barry Bannon. I had an absolute shocker. Wednesday played hardball with me. I, I must have spent, bless them, the, the 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 chat in the stream. were like, on the one hand, they're like, you can't sign him for that. You know, they wanted one point three million pounds for him. And Nice, <laughs> like a lot of teams, wow. don't ex- they don't they don't have much in terms of money. So one point three million pounds would have been probably. I'd say three quarters of my transfer budget gone um, in an area of the squad that does not need improving. But the counter argument was it's Barry Bannon. So there's that. Amazing. I know. Sorry. I thought there might've been a child there for a second. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that was, uh, that was, so that was fun. We had a lovely time there. Um, but yeah, it's it's gone it's gone quite well. It's it's been going quite well so far. Like yourselves, I'm, I'm experiencing a degree, a, a fair degree of success. Um, haven't played anybody particularly difficult yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to getting stuck into the rest of it. Like I say, it's it's a lovely opportunity to just get a bit of a feel for what's going on in game. Um, I haven't seen anybody posting any ridiculously overpowered tactics yet, but I'm giving you know it's not going to be long before somebody cracks it because every year there there are some tactical wizards out there who figure out how to score an obscene amount of goals early doors. So 
there's a lot of people who say, oh, I've got Haaland score 60 goals. Or, well, that's just the game just, you know, replicating reality. I was just really about well. to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, one, that's of my, just... one of my points about the game is Haaland. He scored 12 goals in four games or something stupid already. Mm -hmm. It's just, I know he's very good in real life, but they've, they've mm -hmm. kind of not put any uh, blockers on him or any shape or form. He's ridiculous in this game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of, I think he's going to be very, very popular this year very very popular as if he wasn't last year but this year even more so he he, he seems a bit, bit of a cheat code bit of a cheat code early doors is our erling erling but uh but no it, it's it's exciting times I, I i'm already looking at the nice team and i'm already you know I'm, I'm earmarking a couple of potential pvp gems for the year as well because when you start deep diving in some of these players attributes like some of these some of these players actually don't look too bad and some very interesting recommendations from the chat as well. I've got a bit emotional about Meza Ozil um, because I had a look at him purely because um, everybody knows I've been gushing about Mad Scientist retro databases for the last few months. Um, Meza Ozil looks like a Mad Scientist database player because attribute-wise, it's either 20s or it's 3s. There's, again, very, very little <laughs> middle ground. He he can't move, but my God, the man can pass a ball. So that's, that's fantastic. I, I really, really rate that highly. Um, I'm looking forward as well. I think as we all are every single year, just digging around, finding that new generation of wonder kids as well. Um, you know, I think this summer in terms of real life football, this summer has been a really interesting one because a lot of, a lot of like your big kind of FM wonder kids or, or really promising youth players this summer just gone. And also the previous summer have also made permanent moves to slightly bigger clubs now. So that, that pool of, you know, strikers, for example, the, the go-tos is like, Oh, you know, maybe a Korean Adeyemi, maybe a Benjamin Sesko. Nope. They're not available anymore. So we're all going to have to go around and, uh, and discover a new generation. Um, speaking of, I don't know if any of you guys have uh, had any interactions with a certain, you know, Brazilian 15 year old yet, or seen screenshots been popping around because is it Edric? He looks a little bit good this year. I think he could be one to watch out for. So I've got attribute masking on. Like this is the first mm. time I've ever had attribute masking on in a football manager game. I'm always, I'll always have it off, you know, but mm -hmm. I think probably just for the beta, I'll have it on. And so, yes, people have been talking about him so much. It's like, look at him, look mm -hmm. at him. I can't see I can't see anything about him. I have to scout him. I, I, my, my scout report isn't done, so I have no idea what <laughs> anyone's talking about yet, but. We'll see if we can sign him if he's any good. Can I just talk about scouting reports for a second? Because the, uh, the actual ability to assign scouts this time around has been something that actually I found really interesting to get involved in. It's not something I've done a lot of before. I kind of tend to just sort of go through the, the scouting uh, pages and look for... Uh, players by putting attributes into the search function and then just sort of narrowing it down a bit and finding the ones I want. But this time around, actually setting up assignments is so much more easy and so uh, quite intuitive, I would suggest. And so it's something I've been uh, much more involved in very early on in the mm. early part of the beta than I have usually. So that bodes well for uh, moving into the actual uh, official game later. Mm. Scouting reports have always been a bit of a, a kind of a chore more than anything. Getting your scouting, mm. um, getting your scouting assignments all set up in, in like uh, FM22 and obviously those previous, you had two choices. You either get your chief scout or director of football to do it all for you, or mm -hmm. you spend ages setting everything up yourself. But it seems to be a nice middle ground in FM23. Well, again, well, it's one of those features we'll kind of see. Uh, how the longevity of that feature uh, fears, but I'm enjoying just like being like, 
having a couple of just a couple of features of players I want. So I want this, this, and this, and I don't want to think any more about it. I want this, this, mm-hmm. and this, and yep. they're, they're coming back with these reports, and that mm-hmm. I really love. Yeah, that's yeah, been really nice, particularly on the director of football thing. Michael Edwards mm. is available early doors. He was the director of football at Liverpool, and mm. straight in, got him in straight away, and he's he's made a difference to the, the scouting on our side of things. I think, uh, excuse Alice's cat there. I mean, to be fair, my scouting's gone <laughs> really well because I've gone. No, it's okay. I've I've gone back to FM twenty and FM twenty one and signed Matthias Arezzo, so it's 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 working really well for me. I'm finding the Wonder Kids from two years ago, so it works quite well. But uh, I think all those those reports, but I think there's still bugs in the transfer system. So I tried to get rid of Adama Traore, and I think it was Lons <laughs> or Rans came in, and they offered me no money up front and zero percent wages for this loan and no money after the end of the loan so they just wanted him for free just completely for free and i offered him out <laughs> about 30 40 million and it just seems to be that way with the transfer system it never seems to be in your favor like you could never go out and offer that to somebody else and get it accepted yeah it never works so we have touched on the beta we've we've had a bit you know we've 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 covered i think i think we've covered it quite well I think we've all, all had all, all had a few fair fair few things to say, all quite valid points, I think. But as we've all mentioned, the beta is but a temporary formality. What we're all really looking forward to, I think, is long-term saves, long-term streams, be it online or offline. And I know that we all have some kind of plan moving forwards. Some I'm already privy to, some I'm going to be finding out for the first time this evening. Um Kev, we'll start with you because you've been promoting your your mainstream save on your socials for the last few weeks or so. And I've got to say, it's a masterstroke. Tell us all about it, mate. Where are you going and what are you doing? So I'm going to be doing what we call the Homeward Bound Challenge. And so basically my thought is that uh, I am I'm based in England and my attempt in game is to get back to England having started in the Ukraine partly Ukraine uh, to sort of shine a light on them a little bit, considering the recent stuff that's been going on there. Um, And so I'm going to start in Ukraine. And the only way to get back to England is uh, to win the league of the country you're in enables you to cross a border into another country. So the shortest route would be Ukraine, Poland, Germany, then into France to use the Channel Tunnel back into England. That's my short route that I'm trying to go for. There is a catch, though, that I'm putting in myself. And the catch is, if in any particular country I don't win the league in three seasons, I have to wait until I do win the league to move on, but I now can't move forward. I have to move sideways into a country that's not on that path, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. my attempt is to get home in the shortest amount of time possible. I think there's going to be a long, uh, a lot of roadblocks <laughs> along the way. I don't think I'm going to be keeping a straight line at all. I think I'll be all over. And if I'm still in the Ukraine, by the time the FM24 comes around, we know it's gone very, very badly. But that's my, that's my attempt anyway, is to try and get home in the shortest possible way. I love that. I, I love that. It's it's a it's such a great twist on just like a standard journeyman save as well. Um, I think it's it's got potential for. We're a fan of the narrative word on this podcast. Um, 
I think it's got potential for bags of it. Um, you know, if you're still in the Ukraine, come FM24, we'll just put it down to a case of a forgotten passport above anything else. It's like he, he's been smashing the league. He's, he's won 25 consecutive league, consecutive league titles, but they just weren't letting him out of the airport. He's having a shocker. No, absolutely. If it's yeah. anything like Sweden was to me in FM22, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be still there in FM26, I think, but it'll be fine, I'm sure. This is a prime example of one of those things where FM players love to torture themselves and like really push the limits of what we as human beings are capable of and just like are we sure we want to do this yeah this is going to be hell let's do it mm-hmm. and don't the viewers absolutely love it that's the thing isn't it really yes. I, was, I was just about to bring up your yeah I was going to bring up your lovely viewers as well Kev because uh, it is it is one of those things. I think I was sat in your stream the other day. I think you were removing some of these silly point redemption things where you just throw a striker in goal or you put your goalkeeper up front. I think, I think you're trying to help yourself a bit so you don't have a repeat of Sweden and some of the, some of the titles that you lost <laughs> because of your own viewers. Here's the thing. It was a great idea and it was great content at various points along the, the journey of FM22. So basically I had a channel points redemption where you could choose a player for my next starting lineup. So that's what it was. So they put goalkeepers in striking positions and right fullbacks in left wing positions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And it was a great idea. And there were moments where it was brilliant when they would place a a goalkeeper in my striking position and he gets an assist and a goal. And there's a clip on my channel around that on Twitch. So go check it out. But there's also those moments where I think I hide it mostly reasonably well but it's soul destroying when you're so close to achieving something that might help you move on in your challenge and they go and do it and you lose the game and it's not just about the game it's about the momentum that you lose after that point as well and it's utterly soul destroying so yes the 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 opportunity to redeem channel points to put a player in my starting lineup is not there anymore Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I, I would always argue that you know, it, if your if your audience are bullying you, it's it's playground rules, isn't it? You know, if if you know if somebody pulls your hair in the playground, it means they like you. If somebody forces you to start a goalkeeper up front, it's in something like a cup final. It's because they really really like you, um, and they just want to see they just want to see more of your content. That's that's what I'm going to base it on, and and definitely nothing else because it would upset me if I thought about it too much. But no, I think there's going to be some wonderful stories to tell there, mate. And I am thoroughly looking forward to hearing regular updates on your journey through Europe. Fantastic possibly via other countries so it's who knows yeah, the ch- who knows who knows it's it's come back and find out please do come back and find out um jeb what about you friend have you got any any uh any rough ideas of where you're going to be heading come come fm23 well as, as you saw from uh, my uh beta save no i've got nothing <laughs> i think i am going to do the same as last year so there's last year last year was literally based on going on to geo guesser uh, I think there's like a stadium, European stadiums or something like that. I went on that, clicked out five, then did a spin the wheel and ended up in Elfsborg in Sweden, where I won the Swedish league in two seasons, Kev. 
but there we are. So, <laughs> with, yeah. with the help of a certain Andy Carroll and his many hat tricks and John Bostock behind him, so I think it might be something similar on those lines. It's going to be a long journey, man. Hopefully, going to stream a bit more. Hopefully, going to get a bit more content out, out, out there this year. Uh, I just was unfortunately very busy last year with various playoffs things and then real life getting in the way. How dare it? But yeah, mm. I think this year we're going to do that journeyman save, but we're going to do it with the twist. Probably, probably do that geo guesser stadium thing and then go from there if it doesn't work out i'll just probably start no badges and just go from there it all works it all works out i love the random element i really really enjoy the random element of it is there anywhere that you would potentially not like to go i mean just for the sake of having potentially done it last year for example or is there anywhere can't counterpoint is there anywhere you would really really hope the wheel lands on or is it just at this point whatever happens happens uh, I got Partizan Belgrade last year, and they didn't come out in the spin the wheel bit. And there's there's an actual a pub down in Nottingham in Stenton. If you come for FNT Live, I might be able to show it. It's called the Partizan. It's named after Partizan Belgrade, which has around 400 fans in Nottingham alone because they've got the same colours as Notts County. Uh, funny story, uh, the guy who runs it, he's been to Partizan Belgrade 400 times because I questioned. I was like, oh, well, those ticket stubs yours? Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, sorry, sorry for asking. Uh, they play Tottenham in the Champions League, and as they went down, they went down to watch the game. They were being pushed along in by the police, so they were separate from the Tottenham fans. But the police were getting really confused when they go, "Cheers, me duck." Thanks for that. Just like it didn't make any sense to them at all. It's like what's that, what's that Serbian accent, but there we are. So maybe, maybe Partizan Belgrade might be a, might be an option for a save as well outstanding absolutely outstanding that's a strong strong nottingham accent as well love everything about that um alice i've come to you last for a good reason pal for a very good reason um here's a really exciting look behind the curtain for you audience members in our preamble we were having a brief discussion about kind of our our, our, our full-term saves and i was saying i knew all about kevs i knew alice had a plan jeb was going to be a spin of the wheel but then alice dropped a bombshell on me an absolute bombshell. Go on, Alex. Share, share, share with the audience what you told us in but before we started recording, mate. Go on. So I, what I originally thought I wanted to do, we're not going to be doing. We're going to be doing something completely different. I'll explain my reasoning behind this, and it's pretty, it is, it's pretty good reason. So my original plan to do a save was with Rafe Rovers. I was going to do a Scotland build a nation. To be fair, Scotland do have a couple of strong teams such as um, uh, Rangers and Celtic. But other than that, the actual squad itself isn't quite strong enough. You know, it's nowhere near the top 10, for example. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. Build the Nation Scotland with Rafe Rovers. And I went out and I, I was like, all oh, ready for this. You know, I used to live in Kakodi where they're based. And I've been to Stark Park. That's their home ground. And so I've been to them in the past. You know, I have a lot of connections with the club itself, considering um, I lived in Scotland. I lived in that area for like seven years. And then uh, I went and bought the like the t-shirt. I bought like a, a hoodie kind of thing. And then I found out that uh, sometime last season, they signed a controversial player. And I didn't realize this until the last moment. And uh, a couple of days after, um, they've, they've let the controversial player go. So that's good for them. They've gotten rid of it. But it's kind of put a bit of a sour, a sour spin on it. And whilst I was like, oh, yeah, I think we could still do this after the, the more and more I thought about it, I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to spend a year 
the next year of my life playing football manager with one team doing a build a nation. I would rather it not be a team where I was soured uh, mm-hmm. at the start of it. So we will be sticking with a build a nation, but we're going to go somewhere in Europe probably. We're probably, mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere Eastern European. I was thinking something like uh, Latvia or like Serbia, something something somewhere that I've never managed before because these are con- mm-hmm. the, 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 there'll be two countries I've never managed before. And so I want to do something unique and interesting. Well, I say unique and interesting, build a nation stuff in unique and interesting, but it's unique and interesting for me at least. Of course. And I think, you know, what when when you're experiencing something for the first time, I think that always kind of, you know, transmits to an audience really well. You know, it's if you just walked in and you knew the squad back to front, then ah, where's 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 the challenge really? You know, but plus as you said, you want to take full advantage of that squad planner. So if you're if you are somewhere in the depths of Eastern Europe, then it's going to see a lot of minutes. So, mate, again, I'm just excited to see how it turns out. If there's one person on on you know on this show that knows a thing or two about a long term save, it's Alice. How many seasons would you spend at Wrexham last year, pal? Well, to be fair, I only spent 22 seasons at Wrexham, but it was a 32-year <laughs> save, you know, uh, 20, 20 odd years at Wrexham, seven at Bayer, a couple of years at um, Rio Vallecano, and we don't talk about the uh, the lost year. <laughs> Alice's Alice's year in merchant shipping is what we put it down to. She, <laughs> she just disappeared. We couldn't find I, her I was on sabbatical. Like it was, I was just taking a year off. It's, and it's, it's a sensible thing to do. It's a very, very sensible. Sometimes you've got to take a break in these longer-term saves. Um, I am stealing a page, to an extent, out of your book, Alice. I'm I'm revisiting, for FM23, I'm going to be revisiting my original FM22 stream save plans. Um, for those of you who don't know, at the start of last year's game cycle, due to some changes in personal circumstances, I wasn't able to stream anywhere near as much as I had been previously, um, which meant that, you know, stream saves weren't just weren't a not viable option. Um, I'm going to be heading off uh, to Mexico. Uh, I'm going to be going to a club I spent a bit of time with at FM22 and fell in love with a little bit, Atletico San Luis. Um, they are... Essentially, they're a blank slate. They're a blank canvas of a club. They've only existed for, I think, eight, maybe nine years now. Um, they've recently found their way into the Liga MX, so top division of the uh, the Mexican footballing pyramid. Um, they are half-owned by Atletico Madrid, which is very, very interesting. So there is a bit of a link there, but unless things have changed dramatically, um, there aren't many Atletico Madrid players who are too keen on going on loan to Mexico, even though there is a link there. So it's like, I mean, you can loan the players if you can talk them into it. And as it turns out, I absolutely couldn't. Um, but, you know, inspired by Friend of the Pod uh, and another wonderful foot manager podcast uh, host, Dupe, um, I think he was planning on trying to make uh, 1860 Munich the most successful team in German football. The plan is, as long as Atletico don't get rid of me too soon, I'd like to do the same for them. Um, Fortunately, Mexican football, in terms of the team at the top of the the top of the kind of the uh, the overall league wins table, I think they're only on about thirteen, maybe fourteen Liga MX titles. So it's doable. It's absolutely doable. Um, And if there's one thing I learned last last year, managing in Mexico, you can accidentally win the league because I did. I. (laughs) I did not. I did not understand the league format. Um, I didn't understand what was going on. I literally. I. It's. It's a really weird thing. There's a winter league and there's a summer league. 
if you, you, you would assume that the winner of the Winter League would play the winner of the Summer League to, to be gra- crowned grand champion of Mexican football, uh, pos- hopefully in some kind of Lucha Libre match. Um, but no, um, if, you, if you win the Winter League, you've just won. That's it. It's done. Suddenly you're a league champion. Um, the league format, it's the, I think it's 18 teams and the top 14 teams go into a knockout format. Um, the first season I won the league, I finished 14th. Um, I won four games in the league and still somehow managed to win the whole thing in the knockout stages. Um, the, <laughs> the opportunity to fluke a league title speaks to me on a deeply personal level. So for me, I think it's the kind of thing that I'm going to enjoy accidentally winning league titles. So I think I need to win 14 to become the best of the best. But then again, in that in that interim, in that meantime, when you're not winning league titles, better teams than you are. So it might take a little bit longer. But those are my plans for 23. And again, I, I can't wait to get started. It's uh, It feels like it's been a long time coming. But uh, I'm, I say, very, very, very excited to get started. Um, now, this leads us, I think, into a good, a good, as good as any, as good a time as any to discuss a few things a little bit more kind of intricately pod-based because, you know, um, over the last few weeks since Tony's announced his departure from, from FMT uh, to head on to the, the the lovely football manager show by The Athletic, um, which is just really frustratingly good, <laughs> carried by RDF Tactics, I think you'll find, but it's still yeah, frustratingly I'm good. Steve. I'm Steve, I'm Steve, actually. Oh, you can't forget Steve. Steve and RDF, you're doing a wonderful job and Tony is also there. Yep. <laughs> um in the interim you know we've we've had a few questions from people members of the public about what, what the future of the podcast is going to be and now here we see it happening live in front of your eyes which is wonderful um obviously we also used to um we used to offer a patreon service which still exists um and patreon content is going to start again now one of the things that we would like to do one of the things that we would like to do in terms of Patreon content. Obviously, I'm here today with all three members of the brand new FM team, wonderful as they are. Thank you, Jeb. I am eight. Um, I'm still here. I've not he's gone yet. St- he's still here. And, and will, and will continue one. to be forever. Will continue to be forever. None of their jobs are available. Ever. All mine, ever, ever. That is, is, is in for life now. Until, until, I don't know, something awful happens. But until then, and I hope it doesn't, um, and it's unlikely to. Um, until then, everyone's got a job for life. Um, what I'm going to, what we're going to be doing um, for some of our first, for kind of some of our first Patreon content, is I'm going to be sitting down with members of the FM team one on one. And what we'd like to do is we would like to do a little bit of a getting to know you, just a little bit of a little bit of an informal chat with everybody. You know, just just asking some questions. What we would all really appreciate, what we'd all really appreciate, is for you our audience, our wonderful viewers and listeners, if you have any questions that you would like to ask any of the FM team, any of the panel, myself included, if you've got any questions for us, it can be, it doesn't have to be FM based. I cannot emphasize enough that it does not have to be FM based. It can be about literally anything. I mean, I for one will answer a question on any subject with a degree of authority. Um, I'll be wrong, but I'll I'll say it with my whole chest and I'll sound (laughs) like I know what I'm talking about, which is key. Absolutely key. If there's anything that you would like to ask us, anything you would like to answer on pod, drop us a tweet, you know, leave comments on this video, um, drop us messages on our Discord, uh, which will also be linked below this video because we have a brand new Football Manager Therapy Discord. It's very nice. Shout out to friend of the pod, Big Rogi, for building that for us. Very, very kind of you. We appreciate you enormously, Rogi. Um, anything like that, yeah, 
drop it in there. Let us know what you would like to ask, and I will sit here and ask those questions. I'll ask them to their faces, and I will demand answers. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to need to demand answers. I think everyone's going to be quite forthcoming. So, yeah, if there's anything you would like to know, please let us know, and I will ask those questions. Um, we'll also be doing, uh, we'll also be continuing our FMT retro episodes where we pick players from yesteryear, have a bit of a deep dive into their careers um you know if they are players who are young enough to have featured on variations of football manager or the old championship championship manager series we'll be doing a bit of a deep dive into their attributes um because those episodes are always great fun you know there is a very very popular tweet um that i see online at least once every three months in different variations where it's dudes can sit around naming old sports people for hours having the best time and <laughs> That in and its in of itself just summarizes the FM community so brilliantly because you know you can you can just be sat there minding your own business and you know if you were just sat on the bus and some guy just came and sat down next to you and went hey hey Guillermo Ochoa you'd be like oh my god Guillermo Ochoa yes <laughs> yes no yes oh my god <laughs> oh my stuff. god are we now best friends so it's 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 basically that. In long form, and I think they're absolutely I'd wonderful. I'd just nudge you, back, nudge you back and go, Igor Akinfeev. Wow. <laughs> yes, I mean, let's. Yeah. This is the this is the thing, you know. I, I can see we've been recording for nearly an hour, and it could go on for two just by doing that. We we could just sit there and do that. Um, exactly. Just with goalkeepers. Um, so. Just with just with old goalkeepers, <laughs> it'd be brilliant. Oh, Roy Carroll. Oh yes. Oh, big greasy, big greasy eyebrows. Now we're talking. <laughs> it but is no, worth pointing out again, Rich, though, at this point. You did mention it earlier, but it is one reason why this uh, last cycle of FM22 that the Mad Scientist database was so amazing for this community because mm. it got so many people talking about so many amazing previous talents and looking at, you know, the, the players that we all know and love, but when they're 16 or whatever and trying to get them into your squads earlier. So it was magnificent and really magical at times. Um, so big, big shout out to him. I hope he's not going to hibernate for the next six months and not be part of the community while he goes and makes his next one. But it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, fingers crossed, you know, I think over the last cycle through through PVP, through bits and pieces, like, you know, having two wonderful conversations with him um, on pod, I think... We're at the point with Mad now where people don't just really, really enjoy his databases. People enjoy Mad Scientist. You know, he was absolutely fantastic on the last FM playoffs. Um, he's a character. I, I absolutely adore the man. Um, and I'm very, very much looking forward to see him. Here's a segue. Matt, Tony, are you proud of me? I'm very much looking forward to seeing Mad Scientist at uh, Football Manager Therapy Live on the 7th of November. At the uh, the Canal House in Nottingham, um, tickets are still available, uh, but not many, not a huge amount, um, which is wonderful. Um, members of the community from all over the world are flying in, mainly mad scientists. But you know what? Somebody's flying in, so I can say it. Technically, it's true. I'm flying in from the Isle of Man, technically as well. So there you go. So, that's yeah, that's almost all over the world, isn't it? So there you go. It, you know what? You're flying, which is more than I'm doing. Um, I had a really, really wonderful email from uh, from Network Rail saying, hey, there's train strikes that week. Your train might be affected, but we're not <laughs> going to tell you until closer to the time. Hope you enjoy anxiety. So that's been grand. Um, but yeah, the, the loads of people from the community are coming. coming. It's going to be wonderful. Um, Alice will be there. Jeb will be there. 
Kev unfortunately won't, but we'll be there in spirit. It's going um, to be very weird going to the FMT live uh, uh, show. And as much as I'm looking forward to it, when I, you know, uh, were, booked my ticket and all my 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 travel. I didn't realize I was actually then going to be a mem, a co-host of the actual show. So we're going to FMT Live, and we'll be in the we'll be in the crowd watching, and we'll be like, we're we're hosts of this now. We're just not there right now. <laughs> no, no, no. What what what's actually happening at this is me and you are getting up and we're throwing Tony off stage. That's basically we're just going to throw him out the building. That's how it's yeah, going to yeah. work. It's it's it's, it's yeah. a law because we because we respect the art form. Of professional yep. wrestling, um, Alice is going to uh, power bomb Tony through a table. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes, I, I don't. I would not back against her either. To be honest, I reckon she could. <laughs> All fairness to Tony, Tony is a legend, and he has been an amazing member of this like uh, this podcast for as long as as long as I've uh, been uh, listening. Well, since the start, I guess um, that it's taken three of us to replace him. <laughs> Don't tell him that, though. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that bit out, yeah? Don't worry. I'd never say it to his face um, because he would hold it it against me forever. Um, Never say nice things to people that you enjoy spending time around. Absolutely not. It's an absolutely terrible idea. But, you know, if you want to see, if you would like to see Alice powerbombing Tony through a table, as I say, come to the Canal House in Nottingham, 7th of November. There'll be a link to tickets in the description of this podcast. So if you would like to click on it, I think they're, they're five pounds so come on down so much of the community is going to be there um it's almost to the point where the podcast is actually you know now playing second fiddle to the meetup afterwards because i'm just there are so many people that i interact with in this community on a regular basis now that i've never actually gotten to meet and spend time with so knowing there's going to be that many really really nice people there and we're going to go gonna go hang out afterwards gonna go for some drinks um you know have, have, have a drink have a soft drink have a tea or a coffee whatever you would like and we're going to spend a few hours in each other's company and it's going to be grand and then a lot of us are going to wake up with hangovers the next morning hop on a train get home and then just start streaming fm23 because uh you, you know, you're probably not going to get that train it'd be a mega bus sorry guys i live in nottingham <laughs> so it's fine for me i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get in an uber and go home that's fine it's true um, it's going it's going to be um remember that simpsons episode with uh with the cat burglar was it um and uh he's like hey everything's hidden under a big t um the big t in this scenario is jebaru's house so the first one there gets to stream <laughs> fm23 to a massively captive audience because nobody else will be online there's gonna be stuck somewhere in nottingham it's gonna be well great i was stuff. gonna hope for it to be honest if i'm honest you know if you lot can all just get stuck in nottingham and i'm uh, safely at home and i can go live the next day when you're lot uh, somewhere else that you know i, I can cope everyone can find me <laughs> Please have mm. sympathy thought for me. I'm going to be, it's going to be a nine hour coach journey there, a nine hour coach journey back. I'm crazy going to be spending <laughs> more time on a coach than I actually probably will be in Nottingham. <laughs> what I've just learned is that I think Kev's organized a train strike just so we can have a captive audience on launch day. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing the reach I have. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's a powerful, powerful man. And I'm glad to have him here because, again, it's, you know, it's almost Don Kev, isn't it? You know, he's actually, you can't see it, but, un, you know, out of shot, he's just sat stroking a very fluffy white cat on his lap, just, you know, organizing, you know, just train strikes and injuries to key players and other people's squads. He's, he's the man's a maverick and I have nothing but respect for him. Um, Don so, Kev. what I've learned, what I've learned is, uh, 
that Kev's uh, persona of being like the nicest person in the football manager community is all just a facade. It's it's all a lie. It's all a lie. No one believe it anymore. It's easy to project that on the occasion, but to do it on a weekly basis on a podcast is going to be impossible. So, you know, the truth will out. It's fine. Now, where did I put my fence? <laughs> yeah yeah kev saves up all of his nice for this you know he's you know he's the kind of guy that you know he'll he'll go through a supermarket checkout and when it says would you like to round up and donate the rest of the money to charity he says absolutely i would and then just never says anything he's, he's just too nice he's just too nice <laughs> can i can i donate more please um bless him um i personally think I think that just I think that just about wraps up episode 100 if I'm honest with you guys. I've I don't know about you. I've had a really really nice time. Um I was expecting to so I don't know why I'm sounding surprised when I say that. <laughs> I, I've, for me it's been an absolute joy. I think the only real thing left to do um is we will go around the room and we will just let, basically let the people know where they can find you. Uh, we'll go reverse order. Um Jeb starting with you mate if people want to watch you um doing wonderful wonderful things with diego costa uh and and this wolf team in the beta and then spinning a wheel soon to decide your uh your full-on fm23 save where can they find you mate where where can they find you on the socials uh on socials on twitter it's the jebaroo and then on twitch it's jebaroo unfortunately diego costa's picked up a hip injury because he's old so so it fits the rhetoric so he's out for two months but we've got uh matthias arezzo as a cover so we'll see where that one goes <laughs> Lovely. Alice, what about you, pal? If they want to see you putting on, basically, as I say, there are two streamers I can think of who are doing Arsenal saves. You are doing the all segment and there's another streamer who's doing the nothing segment. <laughs> Where can they find you doing the all, pal? Uh, they can find me over on uh, Twitch. It's FM underscore Gil. Um, uh, but uh, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, if you want to uh, read my comic, I do have a, a comic at the moment. Uh, called 433 you can find that on twitter it's a similar but it's fm underscore girl 433 lovely and kev what about you boss where can the people find you so you can find me at the united city fm both on twitter and twitch i'm on twitch every weekday afternoon 3 till 5 p.m uk time currently doing valencia homeward bound starts on launch and it's going to be a lot of fun so come and join uh, me if you can and come and find me on twitter what about yourself rich where can people find you Thank you very much, pal. Um, people can find me um, twitch.tv forward slash Rich Owens FM. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at, at Rich Owens FM. Um, both are very, very good. And I'd wholeheartedly encourage you to come and hang out with me. Uh, we're having a lovely time in Nice and we'll continue to do so in Mexico. Well, ladies and gents, episode 100 of Football Manager Therapy. It is done. Um, if you were a betting man and had put money on this lineup presenting football manager therapy for episode <laughs> 100, um, congratulations. Um, you are about to collect a significantly large sum of money from Labrooks. Um, but for the rest of you, thanks for hanging out. We massively appreciate you. Um, thank you all. Thank you to the FM team. Thank you to you, the audience, our wonderful viewers and listeners. And we will see you all very, very soon for another episode of football manager therapy. Take care. Bye-bye.